Welcome to the Fourth Row Podcast, your exclusive source for two-way basketball. And now, your hosts, coming to you from the Slim Four Studio, Andy and Benny Hill. Welcome to the Fourth Row Podcast, the only podcast dedicated solely to two-way basketball here in the great state of Utah. I'm Andy Hill. I'm here with the coach, Benny Hill. Isn't this cool? We've been talking about this, doing this for a long time, and finally we're on the air. This is exciting, exciting. Before we get started, we'd like to give a shout-out to our title sponsor, Security National Mortgage. Give a shout to Chris Jorgensen up there in Ephraim for any of your mortgage needs or anything related to your home. Give Chris a call, and he'll take care of you. Absolutely. Chris, thank you very much, bud. So let's get started. Benny, why don't you give us a brief intro? Tell us a little bit about Fourth Row and a little bit about Slim Four Studio. Absolutely. You know, for many years, Andy and I have talked about uh, getting involved. We both love media and we've always liked journalism and and communications and that kind of stuff. And so we've always thought at some point we're going to get into this and we're going to get involved in in the media world. And things just happened to turn out good for us. You know, the timing was right this year. Uh, Andy had a son that was playing for Gunnison High School last year, Hoss Hill. Many of you know him. Great kid, great player. And I, was, I coached Gunnison the last 10 years, and so I was always too busy to do anything during the season. And so now stars kind of aligned. Hoss graduated. You're looking for a way to spend your time. I'm not coaching anymore, so I'm looking for a way to spend my time and stay involved. So uh, we came up with fourth row. Many of you know my son, Jackson. He passed away in, in May of this past year. He fought valiantly a, a battle with a form of cancer in his spine and in his neck. And when he played basketball, he was number four. So everything, all the tributes uh, associated with Jackson have always been attributed and associated with the number four. And uh, so when we came up with a name for our, our media company, uh, Fourth Row was kind of a, an easy thing. Uh, to come up with in recognition of Jackson, giving him a spot and giving him some recognition in our name. Yeah, it's, it's exciting. We, we wanted to keep him in mind. Jackson's always in our hearts. And our studio here, we, we lovingly call it the Slim Four Studio. Uh, ben, down here in, our base, ben in Ben's basement, we got the studio set up, and it's uh, really a tribute to Jackson. So I, I thought it was fitting that we would call it the Slim Four Studio. Absolutely. Coming to you live from the Slim Four Studio. So talk to a minute uh, for a minute about our goals. What are, what are your goals for this podcast? Our goals, first and foremost, for us is to be educated and be involved in the game of the 2A, at the 2A level, uh, to educate those that may be from a different part of the, of the state. We have regions up north, we have regions down south, and a lot of times we have no idea who's in northern regions, and the northern regions have no idea who's in the southern regions. So I think for us, our whole intent is to be involved, be educated, be able to share useful information to our listeners, and also to spotlight and highlight players throughout the state, whereas there's typically not a whole lot of highlight for two-way players. Right. You get the first of the season wrap-up where it talks about a quick capsule for each team. And then other than maybe a box score, you don't hear anything till the state tournament. No, and, and really each player, their, their hometown probably has a newspaper. Uh, but like I said, if you're from Gunnison, yeah, you can read your name in the Gunnison Gazette, but no one outside of, of uh, the boundaries of Gunnison gets to see any of your, your highlights or your pictures. So we want to highlight kids throughout the state uh, for their talents, highlight and recognize coaches for all the effort and time that they put in. They go unrecognized a lot of times. 
about the only time coaches get recognized is if they really win big or they really suck. That's the only time people really <laughs> recognize coaches, honestly. So we like to recognize everybody, you know, the coaches, players, those involved that are putting in the time. So with, with that being said, a couple other avenues. We have a great website that we're putting together, www.fourthrowmedia.com. We're going to be posting a lot of stories, other interesting stuff on our website. Also, you can go and follow us, follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Again, Fourth Row Media, look us up, follow us. We're going to be posting a lot of good stuff. And then, of course, we're going to have our podcast. So with that, Along be- with that, real quick before you move on, if in order for us to put out good quality content, uh, we, we welcome anyone to share information. Absolutely. You've got a great story. Uh, and I only bring this up because my son, uh, there were so many schools that were so fantastic to him the last year he played. And not the last year he played, but last year of his life when we traveled around to games. There were so many awesome schools that paid tribute to him and, and, and loved to talk about his story and shared his stories with, with their team. Uh, there's other there's other kids out there similar to that that we want to highlight. A good friend of Jackson's, uh, Bo Millet down in Parowan. Bo. Fantastic, awesome story. Those those stories need to be told. They really do because uh, there's kids that really struggle sometimes with, with physical ailments in life, and life's not fair for them. They have a they have a great message and they have a great story to tell. And so we want to. If you have great stories like that, please share those with us. Send us an email. Send us a direct message. We want to highlight those kids. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, with that being said, let's talk about the wrap-up from the crazy pandemic 2020 season. Why don't you give us a wrap-up of what happened last you bet. year? Last year was wild. I mean, it was it was the COVID year going into it. We didn't know if we were going to have a season. It was questionable whether we were going to play. And thankfully, in Utah, we were, allowed, we were able to get things going. Uh, there was a lot of crazy uh, protocols put in place. There was no fans. There was some fans, parents only. By the end of the year, we were able to get the state tournament in, which was awesome. The state did a great job. Administrators did a great job to get our facilities able to play. Refs were fantastic. Uh, so we, we were able to make it through the season, which we are all very thankful for. Had a great state tournament. So in the final four, we had Beaver versus Enterprise, and we had Parowan versus LCA in the finals. We had the LCA Eagles besting the Enterprise Wolves. 60-53 in a fantastic finals game. Right. It was, it was a great a great season, a lot of great games along the way. Um, talk talk for a minute about some of the players that are household names that have since graduated in 2A. Yeah, there's, there was some for, – for many, many years, there was a, a lot of players that we knew very well uh, growing up and playing in junior high basketball. Uh, some of those come to mind, Kai Brown from Beaver, great competitor, won two championships in the past four years. Cruz Stubbs down in Parowan. He he was a participant at the varsity level for four big years, played in the state state championship game, final four, three of those four years, I believe. Uh, Tyler Hyatt at Enterprise, Quentin Jones, North Summit, Jansen Kiesel, Creed Mogul. Kids played a lot of basketball for the past four years. They've been household names, and all those kids have moved on. So it's kind of a cool time right now. We get to learn who's going to be the next Big studs, I, I should say. Who's going to be the next kids that are playing big-time basketball for multiple years to come? Right. One of the other things that's changing a lot this year in 2A is our coaches. Absolutely. I think we went, we were going through the, the Deseret News, and we were trying to calculate how many new coaches. I think there's eight new coaches throughout the 2A classification, which I to me that sounds astronomically high. Uh, but, yeah, eight new coaches. 
Yeah, so that's almost a third of the coaches in 2A have turned over this year. Yeah, and a lot of it, I have my, I have my theories and I speculate. COVID was a hard year last year for coaches dealing with the protocols, not only protocols in practice, protocols on the bench, protocols on the bus, protocols when you travel, protocols at hotels. It was, it was a stressful year. Uh, and maybe that's why, I don't know, but there's been a big turnover this year. Right, so it's, it's an exciting time, too, with a lot of first-year coaches out there. Absolutely. Uh, a lot of seasoned coaches as well. In doing this podcast and prepping for this podcast, it's been, it's been fun to reach out and talk to these new coaches, talk to old season coaches. Uh, it's been a lot of fun to reconnect and, and connect with people we, that we don't know. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, I know both of us have had uh, some good conversations with people from other schools and coaches this last week, and I have to say, I'm excited. No, it's going to be a, it's going to be an absolute lot of fun. And the other thing too, there's there's some coaches that that really we we were kind of surprised by it when we reached out to coaches. We were hoping they'd be interested in sharing information with us, and it's been overwhelming. Coaches love to talk about their team. I mean, that's just the reality. Coaches love to talk about their team. They love to talk about their players. So we've been very grateful for the coaches that have been willing to give up any information. Contact me anytime. I'll, I'll share with you whatever you need. So thank you, coaches. We're going we're gonna to do you good. We'll do you good. We'll represent you well. So thank you for your support. Yeah, I appreciate that very much. With that being said, why don't you talk a little bit? You just mentioned a couple new teams coming back to 2A, some old, old faces who are going to become new real quick. Why don't you talk about them? Uh, yes, coming back into the, the 2A classification. Well, there's actually several, two that come to mind, probably the, the, the two at the top, San Juan, obviously, and Sal Sevier. Now, when you talk about these two teams, they are both high-level, high-competitive teams that have won at the highest level. In so, all sports. In all sports. Now, now Sal Sevier, basketball school. I mean, basketball fanatics out at Sal Sevier. Excited to have them come back to the 2A classification and San Juan fresh off a football championship. Yeah. Coming back to, to 2A. So, man, two great teams uh, have joined the Southern region. And also we have Mazer Prep that has bounced back down to 2A from the 3A. Yeah, so a lot of, uh, not only a lot of new coaches, but we got some new teams. We got a, a couple shakeup in some regions we're going to talk about here right now. Why don't, you, why don't you talk a little bit about, we've got four regions in 2A. Why don't you give us a brief, brief synopsis of each one of the regions, maybe some highlights and some changes that you see for this season, starting with Region 16. Yeah, we'll kind of blow through these real quick because we're going to do an individual podcast on each one of these regions to highlight the coaches, uh, the players that are going to be the key, the key focus for each team, kind of the offense and defensive schemes of each of these teams. So everyone kind of got a good idea. So we're going to kind of roll through these quickly. But Region 16, we have the Duchesne Eagles. North Summit Braves, Millard Eagles, Gunnison Bulldogs, and North Severe Wolves. So the one big change for Region 16 is Millard now joins the region, and Altamont and Monticello have left. Both of them have dropped down 1A. to the 1A classification. Yes, 1A, yeah. So now we bounce over to Region 17 up north. Unfortunately, it's kind of be the unknown regions for us down in central and southern Utah, but we would like to fix that and change that and give these uh, regions a little bit more airtime so we all know who they are. So, coaches, if you're, you're hearing this, or parents, uh, reach out to us. Give us some information. Uh, we, we would love to share your stories and love to, to uh, recognize your team and players. Region 17, we have APA Draper, Roland Hall, APA West Valley, Waterford, St. Joe's, and Utah Military Hillfield. 
So as the coach said, reach out to us. We don't know a lot. We know Draper APA. We've seen them a lot the last couple of years. They've made some runs in the state tournament. Yep. Uh, but other than that, kind of some unknowns. Let's move on to Region 18. Region 18, American Heritage, Mazer Prep, Rockwell, Utah Military, Camp Williams, Merritt Academy, and Freedom Prep. Again, we don't know a whole lot about these schools. So if you're, if you're a player or a coach or a parent, from anybody in Region 17 or Region 18, reach out to us, please. We want to hear from you. All right, let's move to Region 19. Region 19, year after year consistently, this has been the premier region in the 2A classification. We have San Juan Broncos, Parowan Rams, Canab Cowboys, the Beaver Beavers, Enterprise Wolves, and South Severe Rams. I would, I would say as far as Region 19 goes, this is probably – one of the toughest, if I will, pound per pound regions anywhere in the state of Utah. I mean, you you, you talk about these. I mean, it was a it was a, a grinder last year and the previous years, but now they add San Juan and South Severe. <laughs> I mean, San Juan. We'll talk about this a little bit later. Obviously, probably coming in as a number one ranked team in two A and South Severe, not far off from that. Right, and you throw on top of that the Beaver Beavers who have a tremendous tradition of winning, not only in football, but in basketball. And then you add Enterprise, Knapp, and Parowan to that. There's going to be some fireworks. An interesting note, and just a, a fun fact, is you have the 3A runner-up and the 2A runner-up in the same region here. Which is pretty exciting. Interesting. Yeah, interesting. Pretty exciting. So with that being said, we just kind of wrapped up the four regions. As the coach said, we're going to dive into each one of these on a podcast. We're going to drive, dive into coaches. We're going to drive into coaching philosophies, defense, offense, and players to watch. Right now, we want to jump into the what we're classifying as the way too early to call our yeah, rankings. Way too early, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that funny? There, there, it's a lot of fun to talk about rankings. It really is. And, and each week, you can count on us coming out with a, with a weekly ranking, similar to what you'd see at I don't know, Max Preps or, or Des News. And up until that point, when the RPI comes out, and we'll probably still continue our own top five i think a top five top ten even when the rpi is out because i think that's they're a little different yeah and we've talked about this we're we'll probably have a podcast dedicated solely to the rpi Absolutely. when that that's time comes conversation if anybody has serious gripes with the rpi we would love to get you on the air because there's many that we hear about a lot of people gripe about the rpi but we would like to hear what are the alternate alternatives right what are, the, what are the other options to the rpi or how it can be changed it would be a fantastic podcast to have absolutely well, let's jump in. Let's jump into our too early to call top five. Let's start with uh, number five. Number five, we're going to throw uh, APA Draper at number five, uh, simply based upon the fact that they uh, are going to win a lot of games uh, up in their region. They're going to have a, a high RPI uh, when it comes to the to the tournament time. And Coach Beer does a fantastic job with APA. They've been consistent at the 2A level. They play a fun style of basketball. So we're going to put them at the, uh, number five. All right, number four. Number four, we're going to go with the Parowan Rams. They come in as a Final Four team last year. They return some fantastic size, uh, return several starters to their team, and they have a very interesting pickup, uh, senior transfer from Crimson Cliffs, Brock Felder, who I'm told is a a, a, a a legitimate post player. We'd like to learn more about Brock and, and what he has to add to this team. But when you add the size and the experience they already had with an additional big on the court, uh, there'll be a very competitive team. 
Number three. Number three, we're going to go with the Kanab Cowboys. Uh, they've got a very experienced coaching staff. Jaron Glazier will now be moving up to the big seat. He's been on the, on the bench with Coach Mick Houston, and now he's going to move up to the big seat. Nate James has been on his staff uh, for a couple years now. Uh, great basketball minds down there, and they've got a good thing going. They've got a fantastic – I think Cason James is one of the best players in two-way. I would agree with you. As a sophomore, he was dynamic, and he's just going to get better. They have great shooters. So I think Kanab – I think Kanab's going to surprise some people. I really do. So they're my wild card pick at three. Number two. Number two, just simply off performance, off system, off style of play, off coaching staff, I'm going to go with the Enterprise Wolves. I think Bud Randall, uh, he's, he's got a system that works. He can plug and play players uh, year after year. And I was so impressed with Enterprise last year and their run through the playoffs and in the finals, when they played LCA, LCA absolutely almost knocked them out of the game in the first quarter. I mean, it was ab- they were absolutely blitzed in the first quarter. And slowly but surely, Bud and the consistency of, his, of his, the way he plays, his system, the way his, his kids have been coached, they just ground it out and ground it out. And pretty soon, it's a, it's a one-possession game in the fourth quarter. And LCA was loaded. And so... I think Bud did a fantastic job last year. He'll undersell and and say he's in a rebuilding in a rebuilding year this year. I don't believe it. I think he's got a solid team and his system just works. So I put them at number two. And at our top spot, at our top spot, that'd be the San Juan Broncos. I mean, what they put together last year and what they have on paper, uh, they are a very dynamic team. I had a great conversation with Coach Black today. He was very gracious in, in speaking with us and talking about his team. He's very excited about the weapons that he has. He's very excited about his system. He's got a great system. In San Juan, they love to push it. They love to, they love to play fast. They love to play fast offensively and defensively, push the ball, score, shoot it. That's the way they play, which is exciting because that's going to make a great contrast of styles in that southern region, which we're going to talk about when we highlight uh, region 19. But as our preseason, way too early preseason pick, top number one, uh, San Juan Broncos. Great, great. So what, what a, a great class of schools here in the top five. Of course, this could change week to week as we get into this. We, we like to call it way too early because it really is way too early. Many of these schools haven't even played a game yet. No, you're correct. And there's going to be, obviously, we're not naive enough to know that there's going to be teams that are going to be uh, knocking on the door of, of our top five instantly obviously we know south severe uh coming into 2a they're going to be a major major player and they could be in the top five next week no questions asked right yeah so so a lot of a lot of movement but for right now uh, i'm i'm with the coach i think san juan broncos on paper on everything else coming off the heels of a huge state championship in football i mean that those those type of momentums in a school you know what that what that what that happens when you win you look at what happens down in beaver you know, they've taken that momentum from football when they've won and it moves right to basketball and on to the other sports. So that's why I, I also agree with you, hands down, San Juan is the team to beat right Yeah, now. success breeds success, and it's just like this snow, just a steamroll that just comes through. All right, as we come to a close, Coach, why don't you give us some final thoughts? Yeah, I'll tell you what, we are super, super excited to do this. We're new to the podcast game, obviously, uh, so be patient with us. We'll get this figured out. And we're going to bring you some good content. We're going, to, uh, we're going to do our best to educate ourselves, 
to be knowledgeable, to put a good product out there for you. Ultimately, our, our hope is, is to recognize the players and the coaches that are putting in all the time. Right. And we also know there's some stories, as Coach mentioned, or there's some stories out there that are unknown that we don't know about. But every community, every team has some special things to, to share. Please let us know about those. Absolutely. Yes. So reach out to us. You can reach out to us on our website. It has our contact information. You're welcome to reach out to us on all of our social media outlets, especially on Instagram and Facebook. And uh, feel free to just feel free to get with us. You know, that thing, the communication is the coolest thing. If, if, if you have a great story that you want us to cover, let us know. If we're forgetting something, let us know. If, if you want to be on the podcast, let us know. We, don't, we, we just want to be interactive with, with the basketball community and, and make this a very, very fun, fun environment. Great. Well, with that being said, thanks for enjoying our podcast tonight. Look forward to our other podcasts coming out soon. We'll try to keep these going as quick as we, we have time to get them going. So thanks for spending your time with us. Thank you very much. Thank you for spending your time with The Fourth Row. For more information, check out our website at fourthrowmedia.com or send us a message through any of our social media channels. 